Hello, my community. Welcome back to our sub-series of Instructional Ecology. These micro-episodes examine tiny gems from our FSL Common Read book this year, Relationship-Rich Education, by Peter Felton and Leo M. Lambert. Let's take a moment to connect with the reading. These are Sustainable Connections. We're continuing with chapter three, making relationships a cultural priority. We're covering some topics that got squeezed out of our January Zoom discussion that are still great food for thought for our community. Let's have a look deeper into the chapter. On page 62, the authors are summarizing the five key factors for an institution that effectively centers relationships in education. Their fourth point is as follows, quote, the culture should value webs of human interactions. The institution should encourage a climate where everyone on campus, from professors and custodians to deans and office support staff, models mentoring and support for students. To demonstrate their appreciation of the significance of webs of human interactions, institutions need to view developing such a climate as shared work and to recognize that a vibrant social network includes many and diverse connections, unquote. I think the phrase shared work is the only way to see life at an institute of higher education. No single person can be all things to even one student. This phrase is so useful to me as I work with faculty and staff around the college. Glad the authors handed it to us. And to look more closely at the section quoted, the authors move us from an abstract valuing to concrete developing. In training and teaching, using the word value as a verb for a learning outcome is very slippery. I can value things all day, but it doesn't mean that my behavior will change, right? Valuing is an important step toward action, but it begins as a feeling. This feeling and intention must be expressed in action aligned with that principle if it's to be manifest and effective in the world. So when we get a verb like, developing, we start to get some traction. Institutions can develop culture that acts to manifest institutional values. So here's the value component that involves perception and sense of mission and purpose on page 69. Quote, every person on a college campus has the potential to be a teacher and a mentor, and all should be supported by strong institutional expectations and commitments. In order to create a culture that values caring, inclusion, and relationships, all employees must understand and believe in the higher purposes of their work, must believe that they shape a learning environment that can and will be transformational in the lives of students. People who clean classrooms and residence halls, cafeteria staff, office personnel, and the myriad employees who supervise student workers often turn out to be important mentors, teachers, and guides. Unquote. As a reader, I now need the authors to close the loop for me. How would we make this happen in actual practice? On page 71, they deliver. Here are the actions the book suggests an institution can take to develop this kind of vibrant network. Quote, Faculty and staff who touch student lives require training and investment to ensure they can provide support as effectively as possible. 
When Eric Hoffman, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs and Director of the Center for Teaching and Learning at LaGuardia Community College, describes the ethos of the campus, he includes the professional development of frontline staff in his definition. He says, this is a learning college. It's a learning institution. We're also reaching out to frontline staff across the college, asking how we can build your communication skills, help you interact with students, and understand your emotional intelligence. It's developing them because they also touch our students. And it's important to create an entire environment that supports students, unquote. That would be comprehensive. To take the language and emotion of mission and express it through training and concrete structure that fosters and supports and sustains this level of interaction with our students. Sounds great, right? All we'd have to do is dream it up, design it, and make it happen. I know this sounds like a tall order, but it's possible. This is the work of guiding our own culture of work. Work culture is created by its members. If you want something like this, it could happen. As I said in last week's episode, if we identify something that would help us, the first step is to understand what that would be. And I know we have the talent at this college to do what is needed in some creative ways. Is this the sort of thing we want? We'd all have to be on board, work as a community. What do you think? This is your culture of work. That's all for this micro episode. What could bring us together as a community? What would help us better serve our students in a way that's sustainable and constructive without overwhelming us? Email me at h-o-u-l-e-c at midlandstech.edu if you'd like to share a response to today's thinking. And don't forget, you can access the ebook for free through the NTC Library website. Be thinking about how you'd like to guide our culture of work at the college. And let's connect again next week.